Thought Bubble Audio. Hi and welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we discuss the CBS hit show Supergirl. In this case, we are discussing the season one finale. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is Tim. Oh, I thought you were going to usually give me a fun nickname. What is this? Not? And here's Tim. Great. Here's the my season finale friend, Tim. Yeah, will... We are no longer friends yes, for the next is... three to four months until we have to start being friends again. The finale of our friendship. The season finale of our friendship, not the series finale of Well, it hasn't been picked friendship. up for season two yet, so we'll see if our friendship continues. You know, as soon as we release this, the next day, they're going to be like, Supergirl renewed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know that's how it's going to happen. That's how it goes. All the time that happens to us. Oh, oh yeah. Constantly. Constantly. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Tim? It's going, it's going real well. It's going real well. My uh, cat's playing with my feet. I've got a weird man next to me that's not what? you. Wait, wait. And, Let's back uh, that up. Let's back that up. Weird man next to you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. See? It is everyone's favorite guest star. Oh, no. Cue an applause. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> can you Kramer? How do you Kramer into a podcast? <laughs> like, can you storm in with your well, voice? You can just imagine I come through the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, did, I watched you come and through it, the door. And it's better that I'm over here, because now you know I can't kidnap Frank. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I feel like I should be fearing for my life. That's why I kind of said, oh, no. Right. Anyway, how you doing, Palmer? I am good. How about you? Doing great. Thanks so much for joining us to talk about the finale. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, excited to have you along with us today because uh, we have we have some fun stuff to to discuss. Um, but before we get into the finale, um, let's get into some uh, some listener emails. Why don't we? Um, I've got one here from Victor. It says, hello, my friends. Love your show. Never miss an episode. First time writing to you. Thank you, Victor. Um, I wanted to see what you guys think. Supergirl and Cat clearly respect each other. They had a beautiful chemistry uh, last episode. Don't you think Kara should let her into her secret? Unless Cat already knows. You know, Cat won't betray her even though she is a media mogul. That's what I think. Hopefully my email makes it into your show. Keep up the good work. Going to miss the show during the break. Well, thanks again, Victor. Um, yeah, what do you... Th- so, obviously, you know, having now seen the finale, um, she, Kara didn't let Kat in on, on her secret uh, identity, but do you think that's something that we might see coming down the line at any point? Do you think she'll... You know, even though she went to all this effort to hide it and use Jean to, to keep it a secret, do you think there's a chance, guys, that uh, she might ever let Kat in on her secret? Um, well, first, I didn't know that Dr. Doom was a fan of the TV show Supergirl, so that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, Victor um, Von Doom. You yeah. have one listener in Latveria. Yeah. <laughs> There's only, they only allow one listener at a time in Latveria, and that's Dr. Doom. I'll take it. Um, I think that she is pretty satisfied in thinking that Supergirl and Kara are two different people mm. because of that, um, the John Jones trick. Do yeah. I think that yeah. she's eventually going to find out? Yeah, probably. Um, I do you think so? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's. I I mean, I hope she doesn't because I'm not I, saying she's going to find out in I, the hopeful season two premiere, right? You know. No, um, it's it's one of those things. I still hold out hope that someone can have a secret identity at one point, hmm. um, but that taken out of out of account there's like 20 other people in that office that don't know well yeah there was kelly Kelly doesn't know kelly will never (laughs) kelly will never know anything ever again Kelly will never know i miss kelly so much Uh, every day we all do we all do um 
don't. Hmm. I'm sure she'll. I'm sure she'll find out at some point because she's kind of supposed to be the Perry White, right? And Perry yeah, never sure. finds out Superman's secret. Valid point. But Perry is never really involved on the same level that in like a like a mentor mentee relationship the way that with Clark as the way that Cat is with Kara. I I think it's I think it's apples and oranges because every version of Perry White that we've seen as far as TV. It's always the secret identity comes first, and yeah. with these shows now, it's oh, not yeah, so that's, much. That's it's, true. It's the it's whole the thing opposite. of in today's mm-hmm. age, can you really have a secret identity? And if if you can't, then who do you trust to tell? Mm. That's true. That is a valid, that's a good point. I you know I think um, Tim, I think you presented a good a good like both sides of the argument there of like you know on the one hand Perry never finds out, on the other hand. Perry's not as close. Frank uh, likes me more than you. No, but <laughs> Palmer raises a good point that it really is a very different. Like you know, you could find a, a version of of Perry White where uh, you know where that's the case. Like because because there are so many different versions of him, um, and the, we haven't really seen a version like that. But you know, it, it's sort of like up to your interpretation. So I don't know. I kind of doubt that we'll ever see we'll ever see uh, her really know. I think they went to so much trouble to hide the secret identity that I think it will remain secret. And like like Palmer said, like it's. You know why? Why does no one really seem to keep their secret identity secret anymore? And I know it's kind of it's been uh, in recent years. They writers and, and creators have been exploring that a little bit more, right? Of, of like, let's have everyone find out the identity, sort of little by little. And these DC shows are, are no different. Um, but mm-hmm. I would kind of like to see it kept a, a secret identity at least for a while, for from as as many people as as possible. That's just me. Yeah, she'll end up saving her, and she'll figure it out. Yes, yeah, sooner or later it could be. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So thank you, Victor Von Doom, for that email. Um, next, uh, next email comes from uh, Michael. Hello, Michael here. Uh, big fan of the show and podcast. First time commenter. Uh, great performances by everyone this week. Cat's a gem every week. She is so meta. She might have been near the reactor on Flash when it exploded. Oh, that was a good joke. <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a good joke. He uh, needs to be out. This is a... That's yeah. a pun worthy of the show. <laughs> it is a pun worthy of the show. <laughs> that's uh that is a that is that's good. That is good. Hats off to you, Michael. Um Round One with Indigo was incredible. Speaking of Indigo and Non, I am really digging their strange and creepy relationship. I am sure if Indigo wanted to, she could betray Non, go off planet, and use Marriad to take over other planets and come back in season two with a huge army. She kind like, of hinted. She kind of hinted at that. that she, yeah, like she kind of hinted. Well, the, yeah, not even like hinted. Taking over that the, was pretty much their plan. Right. The, take over yeah. the galaxy. Yeah. Like yeah. she was basically telling him to. And and and. But you're right. She did sort of hint that like if he didn't, she would. Oh yeah, you know, so. go along with me in my, you know, my claw hand, or you know, <laughs> or I'll do it without you. But one way or another, yeah. this is happening. I'll get you next time, gadget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's no. Um, yeah. Well, it goes on to say, I would love to see Supergirl and Jean go after her and stop her to save the galaxy. And on the way, they bump into the Legion. I'd fanboy so hard. Lucy would hold down the fort with Wynn, working at the DEO full-time. I'm not confident James will survive the finale. We'll see. Also, Max is someone I love to hate. You can't have Alex and Kat. Uh, sorry, I think he meant you can't hate Alex and Kat. Uh, those women will beat the mess out of you uh, if you're no, too timing. No, I think he means he can't, he can't have Oh, them. he can't have right. Alex and Nobody Kat. Can, you're right. Really. You're right. Yeah. Yes, right. No, right. Yeah. Uh, those women he knew what the, he was doing. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah. Right. Those women will beat the two mess out of you if you're two timing. It's a lose-lose scenario for you, Max. Thanks, guys. Love the show. 
Um, some very interesting um, ideas here. Yeah, the indigo stuff is interesting. The idea of her, you know, going off the reservation and, and going off on her own. Not quite what we saw um, in the finale, no. but but an interesting uh, interesting alternate story. Yeah, definitely, I would have liked to see, have seen something like that. Um, and the running into the Legion is a really cool idea. Um, that would be a really cool way to bring that about. And and honestly, they could still do something like that. Legion is from the future, though, so it would have been very strange, I think. Well, I, I think he's talking about in the in the future season two. Like, no, they're, they're further the, into the yeah. future than yeah. just season two. Well, yeah, I, but he's saying maybe. he's saying <laughs> let, let me he, he's saying like <laughs> you're such a smart ass, Tim. <laughs> he's saying uh, it would be cool to see uh, Indigo and Non go off planet. Uh, and then while Supergirl and Jean go after them um, into space, they run into the Legion. You know, presumably right, but, time but traveling. the Legion isn't hanging out in the 21st century space. They're hanging out in 31st century space. You don't know what they space. do on their Friday night. Well, but we've seen lots of stories where, where either yeah, the Legion comes yeah, to the past. Don't, don't or, get me like wrong. That's... I wouldn't mind them running into the Legion, but yeah. I want more of a than a just like, we just happen to be in space in yeah. the 21st century. I mean, it's a good idea. I mm-hmm. think it's it's extremely problematic. There is mm. a good chunk of people who are fanboys that have no knowledge of the Legion. Well, the so, so you're saying the audience wouldn't really appreciate it? Uh, I think I... I think a good portion of the audience would, um, but I think there's a lot of See, there's that, a lot of story you need to. The, no, to I fill in. I absolutely disagree. I think that we've seen the Legion on live action television before. And I couldn't um, name a one of them. Smallville, you Smallville. didn't watch it, but yeah, many yeah. millions of people did. But, mm-hmm. I, I will be though. Yeah, right. Yes. So, um, yes, I guess I have summer plans for you. Yes, <laughs> um, but so there was very little backstory needed or described. It's not necessary because by that point, you need would need to say like we need backstory for who Brainiac is to before we introduce Indigo. But that's not true. You did not. Like, you can say, it's Brainiac 7, or it's Brainiac 9, or it's Brainiac 17, or it's, you know, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter, um, ultimately, because people just kind of roll with that information. They're used to not knowing everything. I would make the argument that Brainiac is used more than the Legion, so you can get away with it. I don't think I, the Legion is used disagree, nearly enough to I do it. I disagree. I don't think a made audience knows the difference between the Legion of Superheroes and Brainiac. You don't? I don't think so either. I think your main audience knows your heavy hitters. They know your Supermans. They know your Batmans. They know your Lex Luthers and your Jokers. And, and then you're running pretty thin after, you know, like mm-hmm. after that. So if you throw the name Brainiac out there... That does not mean anything to them beyond you're a smart person. I I would agree with that, um, but I would say you know to counter that a little bit, I think that most um, mainstream audiences probably don't know Livewire either. Probably don't know Red Tornado either. But we saw those in this show, and I and I think that the Legion has such a rich history with Supergirl in comics that sooner or later we will be seeing the Legion on this show well, given yeah, well, given we, enough time. We saw the Legion ring, um, yeah, on Flash. Yeah. On Supergirl. And on Supergirl, yep. yes. Good. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Glad you watched the show with me every I week. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so 
Berlanti shows do nothing by accident that way. You know, when we mention Nanda Parbat on Arrow, that means we that we eventually see somebody from the League of Assassins, which means we eventually get Rachel Ghoul. You know, you see a Legion ring, you get a time traveling space pod. We'll talk about that later. You know, eventually you mm. see Legion of Superheroes. So then, by your things, we should see Superman, right? We saw his boots. Yeah, we saw his boots and his knees. He had great knees. He had anyway, really nice knees. Yeah. All right. We're and digressing nice up a tad bit. Yeah. <laughs> let us let us carry on. We still haven't even let's talk about the episode. Let's, let's keep get going. into the episode. Yeah. We're, we'll close up the mailbag. Thank you guys all for writing in. Uh, SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com is the way to do that. And please keep writing in because um, even after uh, this podcast goes live, you know, we will be doing podcasts over the summer. So um, having some uh, having some listener feedback is always valuable. Um, so listen, before we head into the finale recap, let's talk real quick about our good friends over at supergirl.tv. These guys have been sponsoring us all season long, um, and really, really happy to, to still have them with us. Uh, this is the, the great, great place to get all the, uh, news updates. You know, you're going to, you're going to want to get your fix of, uh, Supergirl news and, and updates during the, the, uh, hiatus here, um, uh, before we hear when season two gets announced, uh, for uh, the official start date. So head over to supergirl.tv, uh, and, see what's going on we've got you know uh news we've got a gallery of images videos of all the different tv appearances of the different actors and creators of the show um when season two kind of gets closer some spoilers things like that will be appearing up here and of course you know you've got the forum you've got all these different um things to to talk about with uh your fellow fans so head on over there follow them on twitter as well supergirl tv site is where you can do that on twitter and uh, get all the latest updates at all times uh these guys have really really been great and they are a labor of love they are uh the place that uh you know really does all of uh the the best coverage of the supergirl show so check them out uh tell them we sent you thanks so much to supergirl.tv for uh sponsoring supergirl tv talk all season long so let's uh let's get into it here guys i'm gonna open my little red notebook for the last time oh man this season this season this season gotta be hopeful be hopeful like that message but we're not there yet because i go in order hope to mystic Optimistic. Supergirl, episode 20, season finale, otherwise entitled Better Angels, premiering on April 18th, 2016. You right. got there. Yeah. I was so close. Directed by Larry Tang, friend and listener of the show. That's right. Indeed. And executive producer. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop rattling things. Okay. So we start off with, um, we start off with the Alex Supergirl fight. Um, that we were promised last week. Yes. Did it deliver, my friends? Did it deliver? It was it was a little on the short side. It was it was a little on the uh quick quick side. I don't know. What'd you guys think? Yeah, it was it was quick and the I would say the beginning of the show actually made me wish for one more episode this season. That it did its job well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it that's gave true. you wanting more. Oh yeah. Well, it was gonna do that regardless, but I mean I would have liked to have seen more from the fight, mm-hmm. but with all this stuff, they still had to get to. I was going to this is a jam-packed episode. It I was. think it would have been possible to inc- like have that fight go any longer without sacrifice either, either the fight at the end or a lot of the emotional beats of the story. I thought the fight was a great length for what we want because any further 
Kara really would have started to having to like hurt Alex as opposed mm-hmm. to just kind of like duck away. Yeah. But I thought the choreography and everything was really cool. I Agreed. really, I really enjoyed Alex's Edge of Tomorrow, Live Die Repeat. You know, mech mm-hmm. battle suit. And I'm always a fan of a sword fight, particularly when that sword's made of kryptonite. Yes. Um, you actually just led me into a point accidentally. Um, I don't You're know. If welcome. You guys, I don't know if you guys have really talked about this at length, but there's some seems to be some inconsistencies with the kryptonite on the season oh, of the show. We've okay. talked about the. We have talked as about far this. as the effects. Oh, as, yeah. as far as how it, how it affects Kara. Yeah, we we have talked where they've this. gone before with the, you know, full out. I'm automatically weak because kryptonite is within the vicinity. Mm-hmm. To it's on the blade. She should be somewhat weakened by it. But she doesn't show it. And I actually like that version of it better. Yeah, I, I, I think that's something that we've seen in almost every version of the Superman mythos, right? The super, um, kryptonite is as powerful or as weak as it kind of needs to be for most stories. Yep. And that's that's just sort of the way it's always been. I think, um, I, yeah. and, and it's not even that, but I think like sheer force of will also overdoes kryptonite a lot yes. of the times. Well, you can also dilute it with water. Yeah. You know, little known fact about Kryptonite. <laughs> um, well, what I liked about this show in particular is that they have always done like the Kryptonite room where you can ramp it up or turn it down, mm-hmm. like having a like an actual dial that controls the how amount much. of Kryptonite exposure. Yeah, yeah I like that. I, I it, buy that. It's like mood lighting. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> it's like I, mood lighting. My impression of the Kryptonite sword is that I could be wrong on this, but to like. To have enough kryptonite like that and to craft it into such a blade and to keep it sharp and all that stuff, it would, like, whittle down. So I always kind of assumed that, like, the kryptonite blade was, like, almost, like, I don't like, inside something else. So there's, like, a, you know, like, a oh, barrier, like a barrier between the kryptonite. So it's effective and sharp and whatever else, but it doesn't, it doesn't weaken people when close to it. I- I could see that if you didn't see it just glowing green. Yeah, well, maybe it's a see-through metal. Ah. Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, just because they've never said that, I don't necessarily yeah, well, subscribe to it. you all know what I'm like with my headcanons. So, you do love your headcanons, Tim. Look, I was... I majored in English. I can make stuff up about stories like the best of them. You're a very, very creative, uh, you know, creative I can, person. I can see insight and canon when there's nothing there. Oh, yeah. You know, we, call, we call that insanity. No, insanity <laughs> is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Like, like being friends with week? you. Oh. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So, um, so fight aside, Jean brings in Eliza Danvers for her to be like, no, but the stuff and your dad and whatever else. And Alex is like, my dad, you're right. I can't fight Kara, <laughs> you know. I Why give did up you on say this. What? That's that's what I thought of too. Why did you say Jeremiah? <laughs> Why did you say his name? That was your father's <laughs> name. That was your father's <laughs> name and my father's name. No, it was my husband's name. Ah, this is a confusing conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it was edited out for time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just too much, too emotional. Uh, right. So, so, so Alex is magically fixed, and so Myriad can be fixed. By by the feels by the feels basically yeah because yeah, Myriad basically takes away your feels it's like the equilibrium pill right yeah 
Um, it takes away your emotions. And so only by resonating some deep part inside of you will you you get those feels back and recontrol your mind. Yeah, this was so this is interesting because I really thought that that this would be the main crux of the finale. And we would, this is the, the threat she would have to defeat at the end of the uh, of the whole episode. And it kind of um, was dealt with pretty quickly, more quickly than I thought it would be. So it was like, OK, clearly the big the big climax is going to be something else. And, and we got there. But um, yeah, so this was dealt with a little more quickly than I thought with sort of like giving the speech, giving everyone hope. Um, and having that be where things end. I like that a lot on the one hand because it's very consistent with the message of this show and how Kara is always a beacon of hope um, throughout the whole the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I do like that a lot. But yeah, it did feel a little bit quick. I would have, like you said before, it left me wanting more. Yeah, but what was she going to do with a bunch of automatons? Was she just going to like punch a couple of civilians? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That would have been so mean and so fun. Right. It would have been awful. So we'll leave fun. So, but um, <laughs> like that, that doesn't, because they're not stronger when they're drones or anything like that. They're just drones. Stronger and, together, Tim. Yeah. But they're just drones. Um, <laughs> yes. And so the, like, there's nothing, there's nothing for her to do to them to create a full conflict. Um, apart, you know, there's an emotional conflict. Like, what do I do? I can't hurt these people, blah, blah, blah. But there's no, like, you're watching a superhero show. At the end of the day, you want to see them punch somebody. So I kind of liked the way it broke up. We got some action, and you got a lot of emotional beats, and then we got some more action, and then we got a mystery, you know, like. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. I, it's, I, it just, it, it didn't, um, it was different than I expected. And yeah. I liked, oh, I liked, yeah, it was yeah. T- totally different than I expected mm-hmm. as well. Uh, what did you think of her actual speech. Um, you remember you. when, remember when Superman and, and Superman for the quest for peace goes to the UN? I try not to, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and that, was, that was the best one of that series. Oh, All right. We're not hush now. Go away. <laughs> why did, why are you here? Yeah. Clearly the best was Supergirl with Helen Slater, but you know, whatever. Um, yes. No, I, um, uh, it reminded me a bit of that, at least in tone. You know, this aspirational, like, we can be better, we can do better. Um, it reminded yeah. me of that. In, no, in, actually, in I, did, I did write in my notes, I said the speech for a uh, speech for hope is quintessential Superman family Absolutely. storytelling. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, there's no, this, this scene is what Superman needed to say in Batman v Superman before at the committee yes. hearing. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, this is the bit that was missing from that scene, but instead he just looked sad, and well, then stuff happened, and he looked sadder. If he, he looked sad again. If yeah. he would have said that, then you would have called Supergirl a cheater for stealing his speech. No, I, I never would call her that, because she's lovely. Yeah, Tim Tim is is blinded by the light. Oh, we all are. Yeah, Blinded by myriad. Oh. A myriad of feelings. Anyway... So, I'm blinded by how, how much I miss Ke- uh, Kelly. Was that her name? Yeah, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Poor Kelly. Your your your. My grief has blinded me to what her real name is. I, I really hope they have a name. nice memorial for her somewhere in Cot Plaza. No, they don't. <laughs> no, nope. they don't. Uh, just the stain. That's her memorial. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> so, Indigo is pretty. Indigo is pretty sinister. 
Um, yeah, I mean, she's really... arguably more sinister than Non because she's he's like, oh, the plan didn't work, and Time she's like, home. and she's like, <laughs> okay, well, we could just kill everyone on the planet, and he was like, yeah, all right, sounds good. It, it's weird. It's and obviously we know when it happened, but throughout the season, Non always seemed to be the worst of the two between her between him and Astra and Astra mm-hmm. and then when Astra dies non starts softening a little it seems softening by grief sort of i think he starts softening and Indigo after takes the black over the non because role. he start well, no actually though no, he did kind of he was kind of soft because instead of just like going up to Kara and like ripping out her throat or whatever he's like I'll give you this fun fantasy with an alien on your chest and you know I saw that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, somebody else talk. Why am I someone Uh but no, the like yes, she is much more sinister. I I think she's a better villain than non. Um but it just it just seemed to be weird that non kind of became the Astra role. Whereas I wanna do this but I don't want to go as far as the other person wants to go. Um, and I feel Non was at that spot earlier in the season. I think he was carrying out her mission to completion, but once that mission plan went up, he was kind of like, well, I don't have a plan B. So <laughs> Always have a plan B. Yeah. Always have a plan I B. I think that's it. Indigo is good for plan B. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a good observation. I, I think that's, that's spot on, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because she really did. She like was she was egging him on now. You know, yeah, she was exactly. the one who was saying, like, if you don't do this, I will. We gotta take over the galaxy now. Just one planet isn't enough. Exactly. Um, so we get a new little crane we get a uh uh crane shot of um cat of uh catco uh mm. inside the office and I was like, Hey, this place is actually quite big because you never you ever get a high angle shot. It is a That's plaza. That's true. And so what? It is a plaza. Didn't know the building inside right. the office, not the outside. It's not an establishing shot. Learn I, cinematography. I know, what, know what I'm talking about. But the building is big. I don't yeah. know why you would think it is not. It doesn't. It never. Shut up. We're going over here. Now um, we're seeing the full scope of it. I yes. yeah. Like you're seeing the full. Like you're getting the full. Like, ooh, like they had some money for this shot. Yes, <laughs> they they were able to put a camera. Five feet higher than they normally do <laughs> on a crane. Yes, very that's, good. That's what I. That's what I meant. Yes, yeah. um, that was very nice. I liked it. Um, James is the smoothest, not smooth talker ever. Right? Oh my god! Because he's like, hey, we should talk about that. You know, the talk, the thing, the thing, the thing that happened, the thing that happened. You know, like oh, the thing that happened. It was like the thing that happened that doesn't involve me. I think I'll just go to the, go. I have other things that I could do. Right? You know. <laughs> It's like, and then he's just like, we kissed. Like, what are you, 12? Yeah, yeah. Know, right? Yes. Yeah. We kissed in your mom's house. Like, they didn't, you know. <laughs> it, it, That's, it was, it not, was her house. It I was know. her house. I, it's a joke. Why are you here? To hold your feet to the flame on your bad comments. No. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> um, yeah. So... So he remembers part of the kiss. Yes, yes, clearly. Yes. Yeah. So know what that doesn't do, though? It does not excuse him for his bad kissing skills. 
<laughs> or, or remember, we, just, Frank and I, Frank and I chalked up that his bad kiss to to myriad. You know, to myriad. But if he's like, you remember part of it. Oh yeah, then he's a horrible kisser. He's just a horrible kisser. Which is why she's like, Oh, you should go and be happy without <laughs> go me. be happy. That's... She's like, nah, it's not it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, because we were kinda like, wow, he was just sort of like limp. He was like just barely present for that kiss. And yeah. I I thought for sure he would not remember it. Um well, they, Alex said that she remembered, like, she was like a... She was, she like, was, she was like, buried deep within herself. A prisoner. She, yeah. What yeah, was going yeah. on. No, right. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was funny because that was the same comment we made when they were kissing, and we thought it was a chemistry thing, and then it turns out it's Myriad. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, doesn't excuse it. No. No, it doesn't. Um, So, we get some... We also get some tender General Lane, Lucy Lane moments, you know, like, oh, dad, you came. And he's like, of course I did, because I am the best dad in the world, except I'm not because I'm General Lane. <laughs> His mug would say <laughs> different. Give me a hug. What? His mug would say different. His mug is a liar. Wow. 57th best dad in the world, General <laughs> Lane. Like, yeah. Um so, actually, in all the dads in the world, if you were 57th best dad, that's still pretty, pretty good. That's, yeah. Statistically. You cracked the top 100. Yeah, it's doing, still doing pretty good, still actually. Still doing pretty yeah. well for himself. Um, we also get a nice shot of Superman's feet, which we alluded to before. Why is oh, my Super- God. Why is Superman out still? Nobody knows. Well, it's getting a little, it's getting the, a little, like... Because the plot demands it. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm not upset with Superman not being part of the story. No, that I, doesn't bother me either. But no. it's like going through great lengths to make sure he's not part of the you story. You know what? I but like that. Well, I, I, I like him not being in the story. I like it being Kara's story. I like him not being able to help her. What... It it just seems they're they're being very very on the nose about like oh well he tried but he couldn't or he's off world or like I I feel like um, I'd rather I have him need- just be like off world I don't even mind him having being incapacitated and be like we don't know why it's affecting him differently than everybody else maybe because he's it's Kryptonian physiology with well, human brain patterns and it's you know it's crisscrossing it, or whatever that's all well and fine mm-hmm. I get all that but then when he doesn't come back at the end. Where he's just like, she wakes up and he's already gone. He's like, I got better, so I left. I'll just send her a text message later. Well, yeah. He has to. He's he such has a, a job. He's such a dude. Perry, Perry's is. wondering where Clark is. He needs to get back to work. No, he's probably in Kansas. To me, I would rather not see him at all, and I would rather not see his boots in the back of the frame. I know. See, the difference is that I really liked seeing his boots. I did, too. I thought it was a yeah. nice wink and chuckle. I just it was I a light I, moment. I see me seeing his boots though. I thought maybe he's the face that like she wakes up to, you know, and like nobody knew they cast Superman, and he and she wakes up and he's like, "You did good, kid," you know. It's gonna happen eventually. Nah, probably. Um, <laughs> so we also learn from Lucy that General Lane pushed Lois away. She's like, "You." Just, Pushing me away, just like you did to Lois. Ayo. Like, Ayo. You know, it's fine. You know, kind of assumed. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. kind of a tool bag, so, you know. He's always a tool bag. He's more, well, he's a general, so he's like a Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <He> got elevated. <laughs> um, so, no disrespect to Home Depot. I like Home Depot. Do not like General Lane. 
Um, so Eliza Danvers also learns that her husband is alive, right? And she's like, what? How could this be? He was dead. And everyone was like, woman, we are in a comic book show. Obviously, somebody who is dead is now alive again. Which seemed very out of place that they would call attention to the fact that they were in a comic show. Yeah, well, you know, since Deadpool came out, everything's just trying to be meta. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, no, it was good. I liked her finding out. I'm hoping this leads to an expanded role for her in the sub-story, The Search for Jeremiah, Season 2. Supergirl 2, The Search for More Money. Yeah. <laughs> for more Jeremiah. The for more Jeremiah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Frank, give us your thoughts. Um, so well, on on what of the things you just touched on in particular? I don't know. The boots. The boots. No, the I, boots, General Lane, Eliza, all uh, the things. Okay, General Lane I thought was uh I liked seeing him warm up a little bit even though he did push Lois away that was interesting. Um I, but I liked seeing the the cuz I feel like General Lane is always just sort of irrationally anti superman whatever always like mm-hmm. in, in recent portrayals of him anyway if you've read the comics in the last like 10 years or so he's always like I don't trust him. I don't trust those aliens at all. Um and very much on the show he's been that way and I liked seeing him not be so irrational and be like all right, well obviously we need to team up here because that's the only way anything's going to get done. So I appreciated that. Um, Eliza, I what can I say? I've always I I love Helen Slater, so mm-hmm. I always love a chance to see her, and uh, it was cool seeing her with Cat, you know, in the TV studio and stuff like that. Like seeing these characters, I was like seeing these characters and actors get together who normally you'd never see together. Like when I would never have guessed that I was going to see a scene ever with. Calista Flockhart and Helen Slater in the same scene, and yet there we have it. So mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff is cool to me. Wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my uh, that's my take on it. Cool. So Maxwell Lord then comes in. He's like, guys, I discovered that Myriad is not kind of dead yet, and it's going to make everyone's brains explode like the end of spoilers. Kingsman: The Secret Service. <laughs> I didn't. I was just about to finish watching that movie tonight. You're Thanks. lying to me. Uh, spoiler alert. He is, he is lying to me. I can tell I when Palmer's lying to me because he, <laughs> said, my mouth's he said words at me. Yeah. yeah so yeah. therefore Palmer is lying. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really, uh, that's, that's kind of devious. It you is. Know, mm. Actually. Like, haha, you won. Now die by a headache. Right. Right. This is pretty severe. We've seen other things like that before, like the end of X2, um, X-Men United, mm. the second X-Men movie. Um, they pretty much all dying from a headache, you know, all that stuff. Um, it's pretty devious. As anybody knows, migraines or headaches or whatever, they're pretty terrible and not a great way to go. Um, Yeah, death by migraine is always my number one fear. Yeah. And so... <laughs> no, it's not. No, I, I <laughs> just... I, I was going to roll with it. I mean, I assumed that you were telling the truth because Frank no. is a truth teller. Nah. Um, unlike Palmer. Well. Um Vasquez gets her first of many lines yes. this episode. I was very happy. She was very chatty this episode. She I liked was, it. She was very chatty. She had a lot she wasn't like she's in the corner like, oh my god, can you believe that Supergirl wears like that shade of blue? You know, that's <laughs> chatty. You know, or gossipy or kind of mean. Um this she, was more like, Sir, ma'ams. Mams, yeah, Mams, <laughs> Mams, right this way. Supergirl wants to talk to you, ma'am. You know, Vasquez really realized that it was the season finale, 
and she needs to show that she needs to be back next season. Oh, she'll be back. She'll be back. I hope so. Hope the rest of them will be too. <laughs> she's just super <laughs> Vasquez. Starring show. Vasquez. Yes. <laughs> she takes over the just show. Vasquez. It's a cost cutting measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The DEO goes from being like five people to just Vasquez. Okay, so th- this is the moment kind of where the the show takes a new spin and Kara kind of goes on her like walkabout like telling everybody goodbye but not telling everybody goodbye right mm-hmm. um and right. It, it it kicks off with Maxwell Lord right yes yeah it it kicks off with this guy who has tried to kill her multiple times uh will definitely try to kill her again you know and it's just going to keep going and going and going and going um like the Energizer Bunny, like just the going Energizer and going Bunny, and Maxwell going. Lord, yes. Ma- Max Batteries. <laughs> He'll just yeah. keep going, yeah, unless his new show gets picked up. Mm. It will not. He'll be back. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I I do like this goodbye tour she goes on, and I I I find all the visits interesting. But yeah, she starts with starts with Lord. Um. See, well, he kind of starts with her. Yeah, good you know, point. Yeah. He's that. He's because she doesn't say to him. You know. You're really a great guy. And I know we've had our differences, but I'm really <laughs> going to miss you. You know, like, she doesn't say that to him. He's the one sure. that's really like, hey, you know, you are a symbol for hope and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I make some good points and I'm not a, I'm not that terrible of a person, blah, 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 stuff like that. And that right. kicks her going to, you know, to see Wynn and Kat and, and uh, uh, what's his face? James. James. Um, out of those three that she says goodbye to, which mm-hmm. one were your favorites, starting with Frank? Um, well, the James goodbye was was heartfelt. Um, but, yeah, actually, I'm going to go with that one. I think that was the uh, my, my favorite of those, of that set. Okay, Palmer. Win. Win was your favorite? Win was my favorite. I feel they, throughout the season, I've liked their dynamic, and I thought they have the best connection. Um Although I did really like cats. No, you can't go back. You have to choose interaction. One. But no, I would choose win. Excellent. Well, my favorite one is cat. So I'm glad that we got all the bases covered. Hey, hey. here we go. We got all the bases covered. I like that cat was like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're doing th- like, what are you dying? Like suicide note? Like right. you know, <laughs> am am I dying? You know, uh, yeah. I I figured you're gonna pick that one, and I did like how your mind subconsciously ended that conversation um, when we were watching it and she says Kira your mind implanted Kara because you went back and listened to I did twice. I went back and I thought she said at the end of the thing I thought she said um, a, whatever a, thank you Kara th- yeah, yeah. They, thank you Kara whatever and she said Kira or Kara or something like that but I, I was like, oh, that would have been the perfect time to say Kara. I was wrong. The end of this episode was the perfect time to say Kara. <laughs> but I was pretty close. Future telling again. Yeah, I was a future teller. I can see 40 minutes into the future on television. <laughs> You're very good at Just that. On it's, very, it's a very unhelpful skill, I assure <laughs> you. It does not get me any um, fame, notoriety, or money. Very true. The one thing I will say in all of the interactions, I love how human she looks and it's mm. weird when you're talking about it because it's obviously a human playing Kara but 
That is that has been confirmed nor denied by the U.S. State Department. But mm, she just looks much more human than she ever has in the show. Frank, comment on that. I think that's a really interesting point, Palmer. I actually hadn't thought about that, but I know exactly what you mean as soon as you say it. Um, because, yeah, she really was much more much more human in a number of ways. Her emotions, her attachment to everybody, the way she was acting was, yeah, she was very, very human um, and, and very, I guess, in touch with her human side, right? Or in touch with her humanity, um, which... Uh, is something that I guess I guess that's kind of what Supergirl's journey is all about. Is sort of you know she was she remembers Krypton more than Kal El does, um, and so her her journey is becoming more and more human. Whereas Kal El is you know for all intents and purposes you know sort of raised human. Yeah, he went um, through that journey as we all did. Right, exactly. But she's learning it as an adult um, and having to sort of you know, in some ways unlearn her Kryptonianness and become more human. So yeah, I think in, in a lot of ways she exemplified that in this episode. Um she's also technically in this episode fulfilling her original goal because her goal was to protect Kalel as a baby mm, when he is incapacitated. And now as an adult when he is incapacitated and going to die um, she is actually doing what she had originally set out to do when she was 12 or 13 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I did think it was weird that when she was talking to Jean in the DEO, though, where she's like in the room and she's like, you know, I'm going to save the people. And he's like, oh, you're saying goodbye to people. And she's like, blah, 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 all this stuff. She doesn't like reference Superman at all or even like look at him. Like she walks right by him talks to Jean, and they leave, and not once does she be like, good luck, Cal. I hope you feel better. If, yeah, if you hear my you voice, out of that coma. I'm going to, right, I'm <laughs> going to say, she doesn't even like, tap him on the foot, like, good job, buddy. You tried, <laughs> tried you know. And you failed. Luckily, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, like, there's nothing, there's no, like, he might as well not have been there. Like, he really it's almost wasn't. like he was, it's almost like it was a mannequin in a Superman suit. They yeah. only made casts of a f- of legs. Yeah. There's no <laughs> she walks in, she's like, oh, isn't it weird that there's just some legs here wearing yeah. boots? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a little weird. That's all I was saying before. <laughs> just having his boots there was like. I mean, I like that they were there, and I like, but I felt but no that it was like weird that it. she it doesn't, so she doesn't acknowledge him. Because, because Lucy acknowledges him. Yes, and because they right. talk about him and everything like that, but she makes no like, like psh, I don't need you. I don't need your boot. Girl, my boots Paula. are better than yours because mine go up to the knee. You know, like there's <laughs> nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing, I thought that nothing. was a little off, but that's just me. Yeah. So the aliens are hanging out. They've been at Fort Roz this whole time, which. We kind of knew. I feel like that wasn't a mystery. No. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. To them, not to us. Yeah. Frank, did you think that they were there the whole time? Uh, Fort Ross, yeah. But, I mean, we saw Fort Ross in the season premiere in the pilot. Right. um, And we saw Vroldox coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I... No, not not Vroldox. Vartox. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Um, and I, uh, so I, yeah, I sort of assumed it was there. I didn't realize that no one, that not many people knew it was there. 
Um, yeah, I like that that they like yeah. you, you try moving a you know four million pounds, yeah, four million ton thing into s- somewhere, and as soon as General Lane said that, I was like, she's gonna lift the yeah. thing into space. Yep, like yep, 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 yep. But just, I just didn't realize, you know, like and and it makes sense, it makes total sense. But they made it seem in the in the, uh, the pilot that like oh all the because I saw Var- you saw Vartox coming towards the camera and you saw all these others in the background at least i thought i was seeing this uh, all these others aliens like uh scattering in the background so mm-hmm. i thought oh okay ever like fort Ross crash landed there everyone is as you know run all over the planet and this is going to be the mission of the show is to like find and round up all these all these villains right Wh- which, they, ha- which they had been doing before which they had been doing right yeah but the one thing i didn't get was that not a lot of people knew it was there i assumed like oh well I guess everyone knows where this thing crash landed on the planet, but I guess it had been somehow kept hidden. And it's an absolutely good point. Like, well, yeah, of course it didn't move. Like, who was gonna? How else are you gonna move it? Mm-hmm. With Supergirl, exactly. Or Superman, and and that scene of her lifting that thing reminded me very much of Superman. I flash it forward. Yeah, way to jump to the big moment. But yes, <laughs> yeah, because got it written in like large. God. The entire page, Superman Returns. I do not. I did not write that once. See, everything Palmer says is a lie. <laughs> um, I really didn't, though. That's no, I, I you, but they'll never know. You mentioned it. Yeah, I did before we were recording. Right. Um, so let's let's back up for a second. Superman Returns, friends. Like, goodness gracious. Let's rewind the cassette player and go <laughs> all the way back to Sean. John and Supergirl, you shush. John and Supergirl, uh, going like, "Oh, we gotta go stop them." And Supergirl's like, "Take my necklace for the reasons, because you need to give it back to me later in this episode. So take it to take it now." Um, do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, Frank. Do you know what I'm talking about? I just don't know why you're. Yeah, I, I follow. Yeah, I t- it was an emotional moment, Tim. You, but it would, it would be. If she had ever called attention to the necklace in the 19 episodes before this one. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, moments like like that, like, the necklace has no emotional significance to us for 19 episodes, and now you take it off and say, like, give um, this back to me later? I, I don't think it's the necklace that's supposed to have the emotional significance. It's the keepsake. If I don't come back, you have this to remember me by. Yeah, and all those pictures we took of one another when we were kids. No, those vanish. And those memories. Those and vanish. probably all those television shows we watched together. And the, probably some of the food in your digestive tract at this very moment because we eat together all the time. You know what I mean? Like, there's just... I get it. I, I get the point. But there's just... You know... It's unnecessary. I was going to... Unnatural. Un- um, yeah... Um, I I am often I feel the same way you do, Tim. When people when they you know introduce these things that are supposed to have emotional significance, but we've never seen them before or since, and so like it's just sort of like this object is imbued with significance. This necklace, this matters, but you've never seen it before. But just trust us on this. Um, I prefer to be you know shown over time and not just told. But mm-hmm. um, it this there were things about this. This episode overall, this this was just one thing that felt a little bit like they were hoping or, or planning on having, you know, maybe a couple more episodes. I think, Palmer, you mentioned this before, too, and I, I agree with you. It seemed like they, they thought maybe they had one or two episodes more than this. Maybe they thought they had a 22 order. And so when they found out it was 20, they had to kind of make some things happen a little more quickly. 
Um, and so maybe some of the things, the pacing that felt a little odd may have been a, a result of that. I'm totally speculating on that. I have no information to support that. I'm just guessing that it kind of seems like maybe they thought they'd have more time. It is. Um, that so. is possible. Um, uh, yeah, that's possible. Um, it's also possible that they tried to wrap some stuff up to not leave too many dangling threads for season two in case they mm-hmm. didn't get picked up. You know, it was like sure. a just in case we'll close mm-hmm. all these stories. You know, we won't leave too much hanging out there. Right. Um, just a couple just, things. Just enough to let the adventure continue on if just we wanted one to. Just one giant yeah. thing. Yeah, just one giant yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so um, so Jean and Supergirl fly to, you know, to Fort Roz in Nevada. And they're met by um, Nun and Indigo. And she's like, where's your army? And they're like, oh, they're already asleep in the pods. And I was like, you are the worst general in the entire world. <laughs> like, they're like, like, obviously, you're going to fight two superpowered beings who you have failed time and again to to uh, win against, to defeat. And mm-hmm. now is your big moment where you have a bunch of aliens where they could beat each other up. And he's just like, now nah, we already put them to Betty's by. You know, well, <laughs> Betty Bye. This, this, yeah. this is why Non was always a second banana. Yeah, this is why Astra was in command. Ta- yeah, tactical he's a, he's second was banana. Not his forte. <laughs> Astra was an apple. Non was a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and Indigo is a blueberry. <laughs> no, you have to go to the sea. She was a cantaloupe. You have to go ABC. There are no blue cantaloupes. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Um, so, Frank, what did you think of the fight? The fight was uh, actually, I thought, was a pretty cool fight. Um, I thought that Jean being involved in all of that was super cool. Get you know, getting getting to see the two uh, Jean and Supergirl team up was really cool. There was some good teamwork where they were like, mm-hmm. you know, like throwing Non and Indigo around and the other one would catch them and like there was there was some good uh they were following each other's uh footsteps there. Yeah. I I really like I really liked the fight. There were a couple of really cool shot angles where there was like a kind of like a uh there's like a medium close up of Kara like laying into Non in yep. midair and the camera was kind of spinning around them. That was really cool. I liked that. And I loved when Jean tore Indigo, Indigo in half. Yeah. Yes. That was amazing. That was super cool, especially because I thought Indigo had him on the ropes there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He got stabbed and all that twice. I think she mm-hmm. stabbed him in the exact same spot. Oh, yeah. Actually, as he got stabbed the previous episode. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think you might be right, actually. Yeah. Well, you know, he's tough. He can handle it. He's a tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um, for non... You know, they, um, Supergirl and Nan did their, like... Stare down. Yeah, their Harry and Voldemort meet in the cemetery duel um, with the wands. And by the wands, I mean their Their eye blasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guys, non-Harry Potter fans don't know what I'm talking about. (sighs) Muggles. You muggles. (laughs) Um, So, uh, do you think that Nan is dead or just blind? He is. I saw... You think what? I think he's blind. You think he's blind? Yeah. I saw an interesting theory online. What if he was lobotomized and that's how he becomes like the sort of brain dead version of non that we see in Superman? Oh, the movie that's, that's interesting. 
That's interesting. It, isn't that... I, I, I don't I think that's how lobotomy works, but sure. It uh, does yeah. if you're a Kryptonian. It's a, mm. it's a comic book show. Uh, you know, I, I could... Uh, I could buy it. You know, I, I, I could see that. I thought it was interesting. Uh, interesting theory, anyway. Uh, that would be cool, though. It would like I diminish. Certainly, that would just diminish him as a villain because then he's just a, a brute. You right. know, now he's a general that's not very good at generaling. Right. So he should just go to be a brute. Just be a brute. He should be. Yeah, a, I mean, he should be the muscle, the heavy. If he's if he's a brute who has. Uh, who wants to get revenge on Supergirl for making making him this way? That's pretty cool. If he's the muscle to someone else's brains, yeah. like Indigo, but Indigo like Indigo, means... yeah, she's a brainiac. She's coming back. She's definitely not dead. Indigo brainiac is disassembled. What? Indigo is disassembled. Yeah, some assembly required. Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, you're you you run a comic store, so I do. You should, you know, Brainiacs come back. I know, and I hope, I hope she does. I love Laura. She mm-hmm. will, she will. Um, Alex and Kara have the most touching moments of all touching moments. I think in Just this episode, constantly, all constantly. the moments are theirs. Those so many two sisters. Tears. Yeah, you know, like I gotta go into space. I gotta bring this thing into space, and Alex is like, "But there's no gravity or air. How will you get back?" You know, and she's like. I will fly back because I am Supergirl. Right. How does Superman travel around in space? Uh, it varies from it varies from incarnation to incarnation. Right. So how does he travel around in this one? Because we've had a Superman's dealing with something in space, you know, um, sideline. So does he have like a little rocket ship and rocket suit like he had in the animated series? Um, <laughs> I think he I either so. has a an an actual spacesuit like we've seen him have in the past. Um, or if it's just in close proximity, you know, it's the Lois and Clark thing of he can hold his breath for an X amount of time. Right. Well, but Alex's thing is that she can't create any thrust in space on her own because there's no atmosphere. So she wouldn't be able to propel herself in space. She wouldn't be able to fly back down to on Earth, to Earth's orbit. That's, this is one of those things. That's that, the actual which I, Go ahead, Frank. Yeah. This is one of those things that... I don't think was really necessary to discuss that much, to be honest, because it it just it I don't know. He flies just because he can. How does he fly on on Earth either? Like it, you know. Well, there's like I, they've they've there's been explanations of oh his density is different or he's you know has anti gravity pro- whatever he can fly. It's you know and 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 she can fly and it's right, just right right they right fly. that's all well that's all well and fine but but if if the dilemma is that. You know, like the crux, the emotional core of the story is, or whatever that, that her she's sacrificing herself. She's not going to be able to get back. Then there has to be a conversation on like, how does she fly? Otherwise, well, she could just you could be like, well, you could just fly back down to Earth's atmosphere. You know what? We haven't seen her go into space. Yeah, we did. We watched it in this episode. In this <laughs> episode, we did, but we haven't seen it prior. Yes, right. So she's going by just general knowledge. She thinks this is how it's supposed to be. Okay. And that's enough of an emotional catalyst. And we find out that she can do at least some things. She was mm-hmm. able to at least leave, you know, the gravitational pull of Earth to push that far enough behind so Fort Rod doesn't come crashing back down in two minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I, I, so I think yeah, she can do it. For she me. can do it to an extent. She just can't be out there the entire time, just tooling around. Right. That's good enough for me, honestly. She gets up there and 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 she can't fly back. Like just knowing, like we're being told, okay, she's not able to fly back. Like okay, that's fine. I'll buy it. Like yeah, I don't need no, a, I, I don't need a whole explanation of physics. I think or, you're both getting me wrong. I buy all that too. That's all well and fine. I just want to know if Superman goes into space. I want to know how he does it out of pure he's, curiosity, he's pow- not he's because I'm like, well, if Superman can do it, she can. It's more like I just want to know he's, because I want to round out my head cannon. He's gotten more solar radiation into him so he can do it. Sure. Sure. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, so all the budget was spent on Fort Roz. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> this thing was amazing looking. Yes. All the budget was spent on it spinning into space because it looked real <laughs> cool. Um, looks very cool. Um, and there was a very glorious wide shot of her floating oh, yeah. in space. Yep. Also f- felt like now we can talk about it superman returns <laughs> but you know what before we do that i want to take a quick second here and talk about our friends over at in stock trades yeah that's right i'm gonna make you wait for it there's gonna be a cliffhanger to come back on the other side to find out what we have to say about superman returns and this fort Roz moment um I do want to, yeah, I want to say, uh, you know, InStock Trades has been a great uh, sponsor of ours this whole season, and uh, thanks so much to these guys, InStock Trades and DCBService.com, for being a great source of comic books for those of us who want to get our comics delivered right to our home. Um, They're an awesome, awesome place to to get both those done, whether it's a a trade paperback, a hardcover, uh, or a, uh, you know, a weekly weekly, uh, single-issue comic. Um, these are great places to go. Um, this week, I want to talk about the uh, uh, Girl in the World, uh, the uh, volume two of the New 52 Supergirl uh, run uh, by Michael Green and Mike Johnson uh, with Mahmoud Asrar, and uh, and also some art by uh, by George Perez, too, just to, just to round it out. Um, this is... Uh, this this run uh, had some interesting stories, some interesting um, run-ins with characters that we know from uh, from the show, uh, and and some that we're not so familiar with that were that haven't made it into the show uh, one way or another. But um, we see some Silver Banshee stuff, um, some interesting uh, stuff with with all of her uh, family and all of her clan. Uh, so uh, a good solid uh, trade of uh, you know 144 pages, um, 15 bucks would be a totally fair price. In fact, that's what it retails for in many places. But uh, 45% off at InStockTrades.com, uh, it is eight dollars and 24 cents. Supergirl Volume Two, Girl in the World. Um, and you know if you want to get your your digital comic thing on too, that's that's totally cool. Uh, you can do that at DCBService.com, and uh, every time you go through their portal to buy your digital comics uh you can uh get five percent back on all your uh comiXology or my digital comics purchases and uh get five percent back to spend at uh, dcb service the next time so uh check them out in stocktrades.com and dcb service as in discount comic book service.com and thanks very much to both those guys for uh, sponsoring the podcast so superman returns moment yeah she throws that uh she th- throws fort Roz out into out into space, and it totally looks like when Superman is throwing the Kryptonite, Kryptonite Island uh, in into space, and Superman returns. It very much reminded me of that. In fact, I I kind of expected her to fall back to Earth, uh, and you know, make a crater the same way he did. I did too, but boom, nope, she was saved by Alex, the real hero of the story. <laughs> I just threw my arms up to make a huge point. 
and, and then realize you couldn't that see you're it. not in a visual medium. No, podcasting is not a visual medium yet. Vodcasting is a visual medium. That's a different thing. Is that where you have vodka while you drink while you do a podcast? Because why have we not done this, Frank? We call it beer with geeks. We do it all the time. Yeah, but it's not called vodka. It's with not geeks. vodka. That can be arranged. Vodcasting with vodka. Vodcasting. I can arrange that. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a good kiss. Get on it. Uh, all right, you bunch of nerf herders. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Who's scruffy looking? So, me. I'm scruffy looking because I'm on vacation. Um, hey, yo. Hey. So, Alex saves her in the pod. Alex is the best pilot in the world. She's like, I can hop in this alien ship. I got this. No problem. Figured out how to drive, went into space, found her, came back. Greatest pilot of all time. Um, Take that, no. Harrison Ford. Actually, there's just a button that says <laughs> go to Kara. No. She just. No, it does not. It says go to Cal. GPS. Yeah. <laughs> um, GPS. GPS on Krypton's world. Go, yeah. go to where you need to go to. Yep. Yeah. That, hit that button. Um, so General Lane has been talking to President Linda Carter. Um, <laughs> yes. As we know, uh, Linda Carter. Will be on season two. Yep. If she will be on season two. Yeah. Which makes me believe there's a season two. Yeah, right. Well, Otherwise, this... why are you casting? Yeah. Why are you casting and coming up with plot developments <laughs> that you're talking about if it's not if it if you're not releasing it? We had heard this rumor and I, I had thought that it was meant to be in season one still, that we'd see her in the finale. But yes, there was a rumor that, that Linda Carter was cast for something in Supergirl, but then um, it hasn't happened yet. So presumably, yeah, season two is when it would happen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. They're so confident that even if they don't get a season two here, they will somewhere else. That's mm. that's very possible. Which I fully see happening. Nah. I fully expect a season two one way or another. Yeah, um, it'll be somewhere. Um, It'll be somewhere in my brain and well, on my television. Worst case is yes. I'll shoot it in the basement. All right. Okay, you do that. I don't have a basement, so oh. good luck. Um, so the je- so the president has pardoned John of all his all his non-existent crimes. Right. Yeah. 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 Like you you've gotten a full pardon. I was like, f- pardoned for what? Well, for, he he for, for being from what? another planet. He for wasn't. Lying. He wasn't outlaw and attacked government officials. Technically, you know. I guess. So, I mean, maybe he was posing as a, as a government official so, or whatever. Yeah, that is, I guess, you know, not good either. So, sure, all those things, whatever. He gets pardoned, and he makes this great speech about, you know, you know, nothing, no more secrets, nothing in the shadows. But I loved that it said no more secrets. We got a nice edit and showed Maxwell Lord and General Lane with the Omega Hedron. And I was like, yeah. You're going to make some Omax with that. Yeah, he yeah, is. he's definitely going to make some Omax. Calling it now. I, I am with you. Mm-hmm. I had the same thought. I am totally with you. Yep. Um. So he also says that, like, because, like, he gets reinstated as director of the DEO, right? Mm-hmm. And, yep. and Lucy's like, uh, thank you. You know, I was just <laughs> okay. doing my job. And one, you're the interim director, Lucy. Right. So get your head on straight. Two, we you- used up all the budget flying Fort Ross out into space, so we can't afford you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it sounded like they're co-directors now. Did anybody get that impression? Mm. That's just to make her feel better. No, I think they're co-directors now. 
now. I th- I'll have to go back and rewatch it, but I I really got the feeling that he was reinstated as director. Right, but then like, but then he was like, "We've you did such a great job." It's like that. We'll be partners. You'll always have a place here. Now leave forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but only in spirit, not actually get out right. of here. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I, I'll be curious, but somebody go out back and rewatch it. That's not me because I know I kind of already have a sense of. I thought that's it's what it sounded like I, to me. I know what you're saying. Um, I could see that point of view. I didn't get that, but I can see that. Too. Yeah. Um. We'll see. So the DEO is going to be off and kicking and rocking again. I really thought Jean was going to die this episode. I'm really glad that he didn't. Yep. Same. Yep. Um, and so everything goes back to normal. You know, Kari goes back to her desk at Cat Go. She is somehow miraculously still not fired. Um, we think that a box plops down and Cat packs up her sandwich, was, which I think was actually my favorite part of this episode. Um, yes. Did you see her reaction when Cat packs everything up and she and Cat and Kara kind of goes, "Oh my!" Just like my sandwich, my sandwich. Yeah, it was like it was like Joey on Friends. Yeah, yeah. Joey, Joey doesn't, doesn't share, share food. food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to save the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So Kara gets a promotion to uh, to to what exactly is she promoted to, Frank? She- yeah, uh, associate, senior vice assistant, uh, director of special projects. It's the weird, right? It's the vice weirdest promotion in the world. Like, you're gonna get promoted. I'm not gonna pay you any extra, and, yeah. but you get to choose your own job title and what the hell that you do here. To be fair, that is so cat. Congratulations, you have a promotion. You're not getting any more money. Yeah, right. To- that is cat. But it's like to be like. Here is this promotion that you can, like, decide what you think is best, and I will give you that job. You know, the more we talk, the more you talk about it, the more it just makes sense in my brain, because now she can come up with any sort of job description she wants that allows her not to be in her office when she needs to be doing Supergirl things. Exactly. Yeah, of course. And being able to keep the job. She can't fly out her window, though. She doesn't have yeah, one. Yeah, she, yeah, she could. No, she doesn't have one. No, Kat does say, you know, if you do good, there could be a window in your future. <laughs> That's true. She does say that. Yeah, well, uh, let's talk about that right now then. So they have that little moment about Working Girl starring Harrison Ford. Um, oh, good good call. Yeah. <laughs> and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Why, why are you here? Well, you spat. Why are you here? Who invited you? Frank, why did you invite Palmer? <laughs> yeah. God. Just ruining all the fun things. Uh, yeah, really? Jeez. Yeah. Um, so she says, you know, if you work hard, you might get a window in your future. Kara. Woo. Mm. The moment that I thought was going to happen a half an hour before this moment <laughs> happened now. La, la, la. And it's... It's nice. It is. It's nice. It's, it's a nice tender moment. Do you think she's going to forget by next season to yes. call her Kara? Yes. Do you think that's a, I? Do you think that's a weird like, I don't know, like hazing thing that she does with all her assistants? Yes. That's that are not Siobhan? No, true, true. That's true. Just when um, she has one assistant. I think that Siobhan was was a ploy anyway to to get to motivate Kara, so I think that that's different. Mm. But I do think that she she doesn't dignify people with their with, by calling them by their real name unless she respects them. Yeah, 
and uh, or, or or if she thinks that she can you know motivate them more by by fake disrespecting them um because in, in reality she does respect them but she doesn't want them to know she respects them so she sort of motivates them by making them feel like they have to earn her respect um so yeah i feel like it's a tactic i think it's a tactic say respect one more time respect i respect that you asked me to do that yeah. but no respectfully i, I no california of sustains <laughs> oh no what is it um new york new york Courteously. that's it thank you um so what an interesting job good for them they have more moments excellent moving on to the one of the final scenes of the show john jones is wearing an apron it was the greatest moment of my life <laughs> anybody else catch that Oh, they're, yes, they're, I they're did. They're setting plates, and John Jones is like, I'm cooking up a meal because I'm Sean Jones. Hope y'all like cookies. I hope That's, it's not a gas stove. I know. <laughs> it's gazpacho because I can't be near a plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's, it's an electric stove, we're good. It's but, you know. It's It's supposed <laughs> to be cold. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, so... All the tender moments, and James is his very uncasual, Gar, can I talk to you for a second over here? Like, yeah, what are you going to do uh, over there? Uncasual or very casual? I, well, he's like cool, not cool, James, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, like, okay, yes, yes. Cool, un- obviously cool, James. Yes, um, yes. And he gives her a nice picture of Supergirl with but a it- lowercase s, because it's actually a picture of Kara. <laughs> but it was a nice statement, right? Of like, oh, I think you're super even when you're not being super real. Oh, yeah. Great statement. Why do you want a picture of yourself framed? <laughs> I like looking at myself. Just, yeah, but you're a weird person. A very handsome person. Kara's mm. very... Handsome? Very handsome. Yeah. She's a very handsome woman. I kind of backed myself in the corner yeah. on that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was James's last-ditch effort to, to be like, no, we should be going out. You told me to go love somebody else, because, no. Yeah, well, she told him to go love somebody else, so she was, like, pushing away because she thought she was going to die. But then she didn't. Right. So she was okay with the fact that he kissed her a little bit better this time than he did last time. Yeah. A little. A little, right? But it's still not great, right? No. She That's because better. she should be with Wynn. Yes. <laughs> Are you still on this? Yep. Yeah, well, she wow. should be with not Kings James. Or Wara. Like, what's the... Wara. <laughs> what's the stripper name? Yeah. Uh, Winara? Winara. Wink. No. Wink- Winkara. <laughs> no. Winkara. Win- mm. Winara. You tell us, listeners, what do you yeah. think? Mm. What should the what should the shipper name be for? Well, what would I mean? What's what's Car and J- James? Kames bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. Um, um interesting, interesting. Uh, so she just has brought this up. She does a little pop champagne thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then a meteor or whatever goes by the window and like, "Uh oh, I need to go solve this problem. And she goes and it's an exact replica of the Kryptonian ship that she crashed in. She opens up the thing, blue light shines on her face, credits. And it's her long lost twin sister. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So what do we all think it is? Frank, go first. I, I think it's, I think it's another member of the house of L. Oh, I think it's a cliffhanger. That's interesting. 
Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bazinga. Okay, no, anyway. Bazinga. No, okay, cliffhanger. Um, House of L, explain. I think it's another member of the House of L. Now, whether that's her mom or dad, or whether it's like... I, I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out. I haven't piece, uh, worked out who I think it is exactly yet. But mm. I think it is someone else of a friendly nature. Because it could very well... Some, it could be like Zod or somebody terrible, right? It could be anybody. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think it is. I don't think she would be so chill about like, whoa. Because she was just sort of like, whoa. Not like, oh my God. You know? So I think it's... Um, I think that it's probably somebody friendly or someone who she doesn't she recognizes maybe that she doesn't like, oh. know yeah yeah do you think that it's um do you think that it's herself from an alternate future so i had that thought too like, like what if it's what if it's young kal-el what if it's what if it's young kal-el like from another timeline or something like that um yeah i don't know could be uh or or yeah or her younger self could be some blue kryptonite inside a spaceship Ooh, didn't think about that one. Maybe it's not a person at all. Uh, could be her dad, Cyborg Superman. Um, but I don't think so because I'm pretty sure Jeremiah is Cyborg Superman. By the way, when they said like, "Oh yeah, we want to leave a, we want, I want to leave this place setting empty for Jeremiah," I was like, "Isn't it Elijah?" Oh wait, no, you talk. Oh, that Jeremiah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, could be the Eradicator. Ooh, that would be cool. Could be a member of the Legion. Uh, Less likely, but cool. Could be Brainiac. Could be Brainiac. Another bra- could be another Brainiac. Um, it could be her mom. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be a number of people or things. It could be all of those combined into one tiny little box. Whoa! It, it could be Doomsday. Could be a Rubik's cube. Uh, could be a mother um, box. I I could be a lamp. It, <laughs> it could be a leg lamp. I'm just naming I, things I don't know. My room now. I don't know if they would go this route on the show. You better it not say it. Could be that. Connor. It could. Ooh, Connor. I feel like requires Superman to show up more than just hey. I, no, oh yeah, he has this text message. Superman. You're my hero, Kara. Here's a text message. And then she never responded back to him. Do you think he's nervous? You <laughs> notice that? Because in the middle of t- talking to Clark, Kat comes over and puts the box on the table. And so right. she never finishes that conversation with him. Yeah. Um, Wait, I want to circle back to that for a second. Though, okay. What, what Palmer just said. That's the, that could be their way of having Superman in the show, but without actually having him be Superman. Like having Superboy, having Con- Connor That's true. Um, on the show would be an interesting interesting way. Or, or a young Kal-El, like, like I had said maybe before. A Kal-El um, hurt, even if he somehow, like, growth accelerates and he's her age. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That that pod looked looks pretty decent big. size. Looked big. Yeah. I think it looked bigger than hers. Or um, it could be one of the Kryptonians from Fort Ross. Well, I just think, mm. you know, I, I'm trying to go, like, the, uh, you know, Occam's Razor, the simplest answer. Um, and... You know, we've seen the beginning of every episode of this series, right? The my name is Kara Zor-El, that whole thing. Yep. Um, every single week, we see these two identical pods get get shuffled off. Yep. And obviously, you know, Superman came in one of them. We know that. But if, yeah, if they do some kind of time travel or time bending thing where like, whoa, there's two Clarks and one of them is the young one and one of them is the grown up one. Like that could that could be 
the other pod is just you know the simple answer is it's the other pod we've been seeing every you know we've been seeing this whole time oh hmm just just out of time but then how would you explain adult superman being present on earth then i mean it could be an alternate reality could be you know uh, the the kal-el of another parallel universe hmm. um you could you could easily you know if they wanted to make that happen they could easily a wizard. F- find a way to a wizard Mm. Maybe a weather wizard. Could be Peter O'Toole. Mm. Oh man, it's Peter O'Toole with his little little Windex bottle. Yep. Just and and the, and the Omega Hedron, which they called by name the Omega Hedron this time. Yes, they, they did. Um, I don't know. Do you think the writers know what it is? Because you know, like sometimes, like when they put it like in the se- like uh, season premiere of uh, season four of Arrow, he's at someone's grave. He's at someone's grave site, but uh-huh. they didn't know who was in the grave yet. You know, and it was only through yep. a couple of months later of writing that they determined who it was going to be. Do you think it's that? And they just like, this is a cool way to end. We'll figure it out later. I like to believe that the writers always know. Yeah, that you are living in a fantasy world. I know. I like to believe that, but I think there's a very good chance that they have not decided yet. And they're like, well, we have some options. We'll come back next year and figure out what we want to go with this. I think they at least have some... I think they at least have a the short list. that we batted around. Right. They, and then they, yeah. then they look for the one that's least talked about and like, we're going to go there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, yeah. That could be. That could very well be. Yes. Mm. Yes. It could also be a ship that morphs too. You know, like maybe a it's Transformer. Maybe it's Lobo and his, he made his yeah. bike look like, like a Kryptonian, a Kryptonian ship. ship. You know, like it doesn't necessarily, maybe the Kryptonian ship is a camouflage thing. You know, maybe it's a Transformer. I think I just found a Transformer. So Stop much for Occam's Razor. Yeah, right. Hey, well, you know, you're over there and we're over here. So, <laughs> boo to your Occam's Razor. All right. All right. Um, let's wrap up. Let's wrap this up with the Cat Grant quote of the week. Quote mm-hmm. of the final episode. Uh, Frank, let's start with yours. Well, there were a number of ones this time. Um, I considered going with just plain Kara as my <laughs> quote. Yep. Um, but I think I'm going to go with, you were more punctual when you were drones. Uh, that was mine. <laughs> that was literally the only one I wrote down. That we Really? Prob- I would have thought you would have, uh, I thought would have thought you would have wrote, wrote down the Gwyneth. That was, where she's, yeah. That- where she's all about Gwyneth now that she's, Split up with Coldplay. Nope. I like that one a lot, actually. No, it, Go get me one of those moon juice smoothies with the Chinese herbs <laughs> that Gwyneth keeps talking about. But you hate Chinese, Chinese herbs. <laughs> and Gwyneth. Um, I did enjoy that one quite a bit, but I loved the timely nature and big put down of, you remember that time you almost died? Yeah, I liked yeah. you better then. <laughs> yeah, that's just pretty extraordinary. It's classic cat. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is indeed. Um... Palmer, did you have one? Uh, actually, mine was the same thing that you two. Yeah, he didn't write him down. He's just lying again. No, big liar. He's a big liar. No, I'm just kidding. He's, I believe him. Yeah, I do too. It was. I mean, there was clearly a standout quote. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we speaking of standout quotes. So we're in a season wrap up. We 
would like you, the listeners, send us your favorite Cat Grant quote of the week. Yeah, throughout the whole season. So if you have them, send them to us, supergirltvtalk at gmail.com, uh, and tell us what your favorite Cat Grant quote of the year was. That's right. You got it. Can't no honorable mentions. You can't pull Frank where his five favorite things are eleven things. You right. know, it's what is your one favorite of the season? Think long and hard about it. One answer per email address. Yeah. <laughs> Palmer has his uh, yeah. 12 email addresses ready to go. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, Frank, take us out. All right. Well, yeah, we have no spoilers. We have no trailer. We have nothing to nothing to, to uh, sneak peek at next week. So uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with uh, I think we'll probably have some uh, uh, some things to cover, uh, more reactions. Maybe we'll get some other uh, friends of the show on here, people to talk about uh, different uh, different aspects of the show. We'll have Supergirl uh, comics and cartoons and uh, other TV appearances to, to review, take us through the summer and hopefully into season two. So um, stay tuned as we uh, hopefully do a lot of that and some interviews and other fun stuff as well. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you can find us uh, on iTunes, you can find us on the Stitcher uh, radio, on the Satchel Media Player, uh, at Supergirl TV Talk uh, at gmail.com, Supergirl TV Talk.com, at TV Supergirl uh, on Twitter. And actually, uh, Tim, I haven't even told you about this yet, but um, as of today, uh, as, I rec- as we're recording this, uh, we are now on the Google Play Music uh-huh. Store uh, for podcasts. The brand new um, podcast integration launched there, and you can find us on Google Play. So um, check us out there as well. Uh, but it's been a real honor and pleasure talking to all of you guys this whole season. Uh, you know, we had our season zero, we had season one, and now we'll kind of head into, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Season one and a half? Season 1.5. Yeah, it's like Lion King one and a half. Exactly. We'll do. Oh, God, I hope it's better. Like you shut your <laughs> mouth about a movie I've never actually seen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, it's it's been a blast, Tim. Uh, any uh, any final words? It's been a it's been a super good time. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I said it. Took me all season, but I said it. I think you've been. It's been a super good time, but I don't want to say this is goodbye because you know we're going to be back in a couple of weeks. We've got some good stuff coming down the pipeline that we're just excited to share with everybody. So. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much, Palmer, for joining us. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm going to go sit back on my couch where I wait for you guys to call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for not taking me out, and 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 uh, I'm glad we were able to resolve this peacefully. Oh no, Frank, you got a red dot on your forehead. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. It's just tomato sauce. Oh uh, um, yeah, I do that. <laughs> I do spread tomato sauce <laughs> in dot formations on me sometimes. Oh dear. Uh, okay. Well. I don't want to say goodbye because it feels so final, but... I prefer up, up, and away. <laughs>